Hi, this is Regaline Sabat, also known as Gigi. You're listening to Walk With Me Podcast. My guest today is Dee Evans. Dee Evans is a speaker, coach, and a thought leader. And today I am excited to announce this is the last episode of Walk With Me for 2020. Now, welcome to the show, B. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Gigi. You're welcome. It's an honor to have you here today. Now, why don't you start off by telling us about you and where you are from? Yes, I live just south of Denver, Colorado with my family. I have two biological children and four stepchildren from a very unique uh, modern family. And my mission is tear out the tags. It's teaching people how to remove the labels that are holding them back. Absolutely amazing. Now, tell us more about your experience beginning your career in oil and gas. Yeah, so when I was about 21, I was starting my career in oil and gas very male dominant industry, um, had a lot of expectations on me and would have to show up in a certain way. And at that same time, I was an MBA cheerleader. So I would go from my day job of, you know, being branded a specific way to hair and makeup and glam and glitz. And they were two very different roles. And really throughout my life, I have always been someone who has a lot of different interests and I'm, I'm very social. So I love to attached to different people and and meet strangers and and learn people's stories and and all of the kind of extroverted social cues of the world. So I would often find myself trying to connect to a whole world of people. And then I would want to switch to another area where I wanted to get to know those people. And so through my life, I felt like being branded so specifically in each area made me feel very unseen. And I just got to a point where my identity was based in all of these labels that were attached to me, not just from people, but from situations and experiences and, um, you know, vocational walks as well. And so I went on this mission to discover my true authentic identity. But what I found was we adopt these labels as we walk through life, just like we wear tags on the back of our shirt. So I had a body, a shell of a person that I felt like I knew stacked full of all these tags. And I had to identify what labels were holding me back from accomplishing my dream and coming and being able to speak with amazing folks like you. I love it. Now tell us more about how Tear Out the Tags came about and how you tore out your own tags. What does that really mean? Yeah, you know, I had an executive coach who I rented office space from, of all things. And so I was just a leasee of his. And he and his wife own a a very successful executive development firm. And every day when I would come in, he would just sort of coach me. And I didn't know, I didn't even know what it was at the time. But he started really just investing in me. And before long, he saw something in me that I just would have never seen in myself. But there was a major blocker in the way, and that was a couple of toxic relationships in my life that loved to kind of pin me with negatives. And I just felt like a victim. I just felt like no matter what I did, no matter how I showed up, no matter how how hard I worked to be accepted, I would always be sort of placed aside and labeled as a problem. And, you know, when I say a problem, I just mean... Uh, you're not smart enough, or you're not worthy of your position, or you're female, so 
you know, surely you can't do as good of a job or whatever the things were that were sort of pinned to me, I was wearing them really heavily. So much so that there was no way I could ever dream of the next steps and, you know, sort of think about what I could do beyond my, my role. And at the time I was in an accounting role. So I've shared with you that I'm extroverted and probably the least suited career path for me was a back office accounting job, but I did that for 18 years. Um, and I had, I worked for a family business. So I was very excited to further my parents' legacy and be a part of something that they had worked so hard for that stood for my family name. Um, but that those labels and those expectations can also hold us back. Um, even though my folks weren't high pressure about it, I still felt like there had to be a loyalty for me to commit my career to it. Um, so much so that when they wanted me to exit the company, I was kind of like, what, what, what do you mean? You know, this is, this is my job. So, um, so when my mentor Ed Beard saw in me that I had all of these blockers, he started doing an exercise with me where he would say something and I would have to move out of the way and watch his words hit the wall behind me. And truly every day would be a different challenge. Some days it would connect more and it would be more of like a typical insult or, you know, criticism that I would hear in my daily life and, and I, it would land on me. And then other days they would be crazy off the wall things that would be a little bit easier to move out of the way of. And so he and I were actually coaching a, one of his clients and I was in there as a student, student essentially. And I realized that in her setting, in her corporate environment, she wasn't going to be able to, you know, dodge the, the, mean things that were coming at her. And so I came up with just pulling a tag off her shirt like she had an itch. And that was really where it started. And then I realized after going through my own situation of having to step out of my comfort zone and I was in a corporate development setting, um, I had to wear a business suit. And here I was like oil and gas and MBA cheerleading. I didn't, that didn't require me to wear a business suit. So I was in this situation about a month later wearing a business suit at a very large corporation in California. And the, as I'm walking in through security, I realize I have this itchy, scratchy tag, you know, those embroidered, thick, lovely tags in dress clothes. And I just realized like, this is threatening to distract me from this opportunity to step into something new. And so that's where I just realized that these labels that we collect are swirling around us. And at any moment we can choose to pick up something negative, attach it to ourselves and let us hold, let it hold us back. I love it. Very powerful. Now tell us more about your experience as a former professional cheerleader for the Phoenix Suns. You know, being a professional cheerleader is such an honor and it is just one of the most fun things that I've ever done. And it came with a lot of tags. And I think, you know, when I look at the avatar of the different women that were involved in the teams that I was on, we had women that were incredibly confident, incredibly sure of themselves, um, very just poised and put together. And then you had some of us that were more insecure, more unsure, uh, and easier to rattle. And I think that, you know, I don't think that I am 
I think that a lot of the women picked up different tags through the experience and positive and negative. So you get a lot of really cool things happening to you and you get to experience a lot of things and meet a lot of amazing people, but you also get treated pretty harshly um, and make assumptions. So a tag that I wear very proudly is I'm a Christian woman, but when you are top, people will treat you a certain way that, and kind of try to take that spiritual um, faithful tag away from you. And so um, you know, it was a great experience and it also taught me that I had some tags to tear off with that as well. And one of the tags in general was just cheerleader. So 12 years later, I realized that I no longer told people that I was an MBA dancer. And the reason really was I had attached these negatives to me that said, this is not something to be proud of. And so I just stopped talking about it. And even though I'm still a coach and a speaker and a mentor and someone who's constantly cheering people on, I wouldn't wear that cheerleader tag proudly. So I had to really pull that tag out, redefine it and reattach it to myself with uh, just a positive message that fit my authentic self. Wonderful. Very inspiring. Now tell us more about co-parenting. Yes. So I, um, I was in a rush my whole life. I was in a rush to check the boxes off of what I needed to do. Graduate high school, go to college, finish college, meet someone, get married, have kids, right? That sort of boom, 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 all the checklists. And I did it very quickly and I, I did it in a rush. And unfortunately, um, as many people do, I chose someone who wasn't well suited for me. And so I ended up going through a divorce with two very, very young children at the age of 28. And it felt like standing at the bottom of a very large mountain, climbing straight uphill with two kids strapped to my back. And what made it harder is co-parenting became very conflict-ridden once new partners were introduced to the situation, which unfortunately in our situation was rather quickly. So in addition to feeling like I was climbing up a mountain and trying to walk out of the trauma of going through this very painful divorce, I felt like rocks were being rolled down the hill in my path every time I tried to um, co-parent. And so a lot of my tags came from coming out of a toxic relationship and the, the way that we will label each other when you're in a fighting situation. Hello, Melanie. Melanie has joined us. She says, hello, ladies. <laughs> hi, hi, Melanie. So when you have a conflict-ridden situation and you get out and then you try to co-parent, it doesn't always just turn lovely and rainbows and butterflies. It actually got worse. And so um, the boulders that would roll down the hill really made me feel like I couldn't overcome all of these challenges that I was walking out of. And so when, when I had to learn how to remove the tags that he was willing to put on me and separate myself in a way that would allow me to parallel parent with him and parallel parenting for those that don't know is when you're sort of walking with distance apart from each other and you're able to co-parent by using tools that allow you to not interact with each other directly. It is not my it would not be my preference to, to 
parent in this way, but it has allowed me to co-parent in a very safe way. And it has allowed me to recover a lot of the tags that came for me with a failed marriage, um, a failed relationship, protecting my children and making sure that we together, but separately, we're giving our kids the best that we can. Absolutely amazing. Now, tell us more about the major challenge that you had to overcome in your life. Okay. Um, the biggest challenge that I've had to overcome in my life is that I was exposed to pornography at the age of six. And it taught me how to be a woman. It taught me my value. It taught me what I was to look like someday. It taught me um, what would attract a partner, of, you know, later in life. And I really went through a long and painful walk with um, an addiction to pornography. So my, my tag that had this very painful shame at the center of really me because nobody was getting anywhere near it, that tag was bleeding into every area of my life, relationships, my work, my creativity, the way that I talked to myself um, and the way that I defined myself. And because it was a, an area of my life where I wasn't gonna let anyone near, there was no resolving it because there was no ownership over it. So it was by far and large the the biggest obstacle that I've overcome is dealing with how it taught me to treat myself and how it made me see the world. Because um, unfortunately, when you're exposed at a very young age and really just any exposure to adult content will change the way that you think and your brain chemistry. And so I've really had to, to do a lot of work to see the world in a different way. Incredible. Now tell us more about how important it is to walk with purpose. Yeah, you know, one of the biggest things I think we're missing in this world is being allowed to be an impact person. And when we talk about the tag millennial, it really bothers me because we joke and laugh and tease. And, you know, for those of us who are millennials, maybe we don't like the jokes. But the biggest thing that we see with the millennial generation is we care about impact and we are more sensitive by nature as a whole. Now, you can't take 80 million people and definitively say we are all impact people or we are all sensitive. But I think it's important to be having a conversation about what can we start doing for the better good of our world and creating impact and change where we maybe once had profits and conversations about growth. Um, I think we're getting to a point where we're hitting a dangerous place where if we don't start walking with purpose, we will begin to be in line with avatars that are just a template of someone we were told to be, which is what I went through and what many of us go through. When we walk through the checklist that we're supposed to become, we can't have purpose in our lives. So it's really important for us to identify the things that make us us and that make us unique and step into the unique traits that we have because each and every one of us has a specialized walk that we're able to bring the world. 
Amen. Very powerful. Now, Melanie X says, great job. You are not a victim of your circumstances. Keep working on you every day. So inspiring. Yes. Yeah. Well, and I say the bully is me. So what I realized about my tags was I had a choice. I had a choice of what I was wearing. And though someone who is a bully can hand me something, and I call these foreign language tags because somebody can hand you something that doesn't, they don't even make sense or they're, you know, you're just so caught off guard. Why would that person say something to me? And even our loved ones can be bullies. But if we choose to grab that tag and attach it to ourselves, we then become our own bully. So Melanie, you are spot on with that comment. I love it. Now, B, how important is your relationship with God to you? It's, it's absolutely the top priority in my life. And I did not grow up in a faith-based situation. And so um, I met God later in life. I actually created a relationship with him in high school and unfortunately didn't really fully understand that it was my personal relationship with God. And so I was able to um, reignite my relationship with him in shortly after my divorce. And truly, I can't imagine where I would be today without his guidance and his handholding in my life. And also, I now have a partner and God is at the center of our marriage. And having that in a relationship compared to what I've walked through in my past is a game changer. So God, God really holds up every end of my life with like, I imagine like birds holding the, you know, the blanket edges. And I just get to like softly sit in the middle protected by his, his mercy and his grace, especially as I share my, my story about um, walking through adult content and how it shaped me. So. I love it. Very powerful. Now, what does leadership mean to you, B? You know, being a leader is just someone who's willing to step out front and be the vulnerable, the vulnerable person. And sometimes that's a painful place to be. Uh, oftentimes when we step out in a leadership position, there's a there's a lot of darts being thrown at you, or there's a lot of criticisms, or maybe people in your family don't think that it's, you know, a good idea for you to be stepping into a leader leadership position. But being a leader to me is really using vulnerability as a superpower and figuring out a way to connect people who want to follow your leadership. Amen. Now, what is your greatest accomplishment in your life? My greatest accomplishment, that is a great question. You know, I think every mother wants to say, my two kids, and I would love to tell you that. Um, my greatest accomplishment though, in addition to my kids, has been figuring out that it is okay to put myself as a priority and it's okay to believe in myself. And the self-talk that I once had for myself and the negativity that I lived in, letting go and shedding that and being able to build myself up and talk nicely to myself and believe in myself again and chase my dreams has definitely been my biggest accomplishment. I love it. And I love how you said, in addition to your kids, very powerful. Now, what is your why that keeps you going? 
I see the world and I see a lot of connection lost and I see a lot of people struggling and I see a lot of disorders being labeled on people and I see a lot of drugs being prescribed and I think we aren't having a lot of really important conversations and my why is connection, my why is people and my why is getting those conversations out so that we can start really loving each other and seeing each other for who we really are. Um, unfortunately, in many aspects of our world, we are all showing up in a very limited way. And I think COVID-19 has definitely put a strain on our ability to connect and really have these important conversations. So that is what keeps me joining you and joining many others with my message. Wonderful. Now tell us more about some of the projects that you're currently working on. Oh gosh, <laughs> we have a lot of projects coming. Um, I've got a workshop being uh, built out right now that has a wonderful exercise called the Tear Out the Tags exercise, where you get to work through all the labels and it is a kind of a rapid coaching process where you actually get to work through those labels and define them. And then at the end, you decide what's accurate to attach and what isn't really valid to keep. And then you get to wear those tags. And I don't want to spoil the exercise, but you get to wear them somewhere special. And it's a very confronting process. And then you get to start tearing tags out and reattaching tags that you want to wear for the future. We also have a mini course coming very soon and our, uh, we have a website launching as well. And so, but literally like in the next two months, it's going to be here, 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 and here. And I also just launched a podcast called the tear out the tags podcast, and it is available on Amazon and Apple and Spotify, all the normal podcast hosts. Amazing. Now, was there a time in your life where you experienced an aha moment? I think we're always experiencing aha moments. I think if we're not, something's wrong. Like you should almost be having an aha moment on a daily, maybe weekly basis. Um, you know, I think a lot about our development and growth and in our continued learning, you should be having conversations with people on a at least weekly basis where you go, oh my gosh, that reveals something to me. And so you can take those tangible aha moments and do something with them. And that's living with purpose. Amen. Now, what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness? I think the first thing is we have to stop judging others. And there are so many people that will say, you can't do that. It's human nature. But when we can start recognizing where we tend to judge or make assumptions about others, we will then be able to stop vocalizing those judgments. And when we can stop vocalizing those judgments, then you can start tearing out your own tags. People want to just get right into the me work right away. But oftentimes, it's, you can't do one without the other. So I was in a program earlier this year called Heroic Public Speaking. And the leader, one of the leaders of that organization, her name's Amy Port, she says, you can be a performer and you can be a critic, but you cannot be both. And that is exactly how you begin to tear out your own tags and live with purpose as your true authentic self 
when you can stop placing tags on other people. Very powerful. Thank you so much for being a guest on the Walk With Me podcast, B. Now, where can the audience yes. find you? You can find me at www.tearoutthetags.com, right there. Um, and I am online at Embolden Label. It's E-M-B-L-D-N Label on Instagram and Facebook. And um, my email is hello at emboldenlabel.com. I'd love to hear from you guys. Shoot me a message. Let me know how this message resonates with you and what purpose you're living with. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out B at tearoutthetags.com. And B again, thank you so much for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. You have a blessed day. Yes. Yeah, thanks, Gigi. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. You're welcome.